Welcome to this week's podcast of The Uneven Road with Dr. Bill Hennessy. As leaders, not all of us are called to the easy places. The roads we're called to travel can be really uneven. Building on his rich experience as a pastor, missionary, educator, and leadership coach, Bill brings encouragement, conversation, and new ideas to help you better communicate Christ's hope to the people you are called to serve. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. This is Dr. Bill Hennessy with The Uneven Road. And today my guest is Ernie Bywater, who is the Director of Project Management at Network 21.1, which is a missions group that does amazing things all over the world. But what we want to focus on today has to do with reaching out to veterans and the American military community through a website they call thewarriorsjourney.org. Make sure that you get that right. It's thewarriorsjourney.org. And it's a fantastic website. Going to help you to minister to military veterans and to those serving the military and to the family of those serving in the military. So Ernie, welcome. Glad you're here. Glad to be with you. So tell me about the warrior's journey. What spurred this on? Well, the warrior's journey is a, uh, we call it an online community uh, created to encourage, build up, answer life questions and events that uh, warriors, military communities uh, are walking through for active duty, for veterans, for their families, um, for their kids. We even have a teen section um, in the warrior's journey now um, that we're partnering with Club Beyond on. So Every aspect of military life, we're trying to touch and bring wholeness through faith um, to the military communities. Okay, and so you're talking about a community. Now, obviously, you don't do a lot of gatherings, but you're uh, putting tools in the hands of others to create these communities in, in the local church context. Would that be accurate? Uh, the local church context, and in, in we're working with chaplains. Um, so through the VA, uh, active duty chaplains. So we're resourcing multiple different groups of people. Um, but our heart still is to equip churches, large and small, to uh, be what we call a military-friendly church and have the resources to really be a blessing and a help to your local military community. Well, that's awesome. Uh, what's the challenge that's facing the warrior in today's society what kinds of things are they looking at and how how is their life getting more and more complex well it's a challenge you know from being in the military for 15 years it's a challenge to transition from military life to civilian life and for people who have not lived that you don't really understand that but it's it's a completely different lifestyle it's a different thought process um, it's a different way to talk literally um, than military life and military community. So one of the hardest things and one of the things we're working on is helping active duty transition to civilian life. Uh, then beyond that, we have more people now than ever um, being diagnosed or recognized with post-traumatic stress and all the things that come with that, the alcoholism, the, uh, well, let's just say abusive tendencies, whether it's alcohol or whatever their, their uh, escape mechanism is. Um, to isolation and all the all of the resources that are not available to our military through other channels to combat those those issues, then that plays into you know the the kids the the spouse of a military member dealing with those things. Um, so it's the transition out of the military is stressful, and then you know the thoughts that you take with you out of the military 
is stressful. Okay, well, it's it's led to a crisis in our country of suicide amongst uh, veterans. Why don't you talk about that just for a minute? Well, we're still running Op 22, which is, you know, right now, right now they say that there's 20 military members, veterans, active duty across the board. They say there's 20 military-related suicides happening daily in the United States. Um, we firmly believe it's higher than that. Um, it was 22 a year ago, uh, so we're, we're still calling it 22, but one of the things that is not calculated into that statistic is the number of opioid overdoses um, because they can't verify whether it was just an overdose or a suicide, and we believe that multiples of those were also suicide. So that's a, a big issue, and it is indeed a crisis, and we're doing everything we can to um, find people, reach people, get them help, get them uh, to a place where they're healthy. In fact, Bill, in the last 12 months, we've had 57 men contact us. Now, some of those we contacted through their wife or someone else who knew the situation they were in, and we have been able to back them off the ledge and actually get them into one of our partner groups called Mighty Oaks um, to go through an intensive PTSD suicide retreat setting and then come back and get involved in one of our reboot small groups or stay in contact with us. So literally we've had 50, now that 57 sounds like a small number in comparison to everything that's going on, but that's 57 men that still are still with their, their wife and their kids and are still with us. And uh, so we continue to, to pursue ways to uh, more quickly identify people who are displaying suicidal um, tendencies and, and get to them ahead of time so well that's awesome i think you know when you start to start to think about the 57 that have been you know spared that that loss it also impacts wives it impacts children it impacts parents it impacts the community around them and so the ripple effect is pretty amazing well then it changes the trajectory of a whole bunch of people's future absolutely now where does the gospel fit into all of this well, everything we do is faith, is faith based and Jesus centered. So you can't read an article. You can't go to one of our partner groups. You can't watch a video that's not going to be tied into the gospel somehow, because we believe that that the only way there's going to be true and real freedom from anything is is with a relationship with Jesus. So everything we do is wrapped around the gospel. And that's our first priority is is everything pointing toward that direction. So it, that's that's the centerpiece of everything we do. Well, that's awesome. Now you mentioned chaplaincy and, and working with chaplains in the military. What kind of doors has God opened up for you there? Well, we have been invited uh, now twice to uh, work with the chaplains in Europe in the Kaiserslautern area to do a military a retreat for all the military chaplains and their wives in the European region. Um, that has it worked out fantastic. Uh, it looks like next year we'll be going back to bring everybody back that came this year to a second level training and all the new chaplains that are in the Europe conference to a uh, the first training. So we're going to double what we're doing in Europe next year. Um, we've been invited to go to the, South Korea, found out what we're doing or what we did there. And they've invited us to come there for a uh, to run the same kind of retreat in South Korea for their army chaplains. Um, so we're working diligently to get that. They wanted it for November of this year. Um, it's still, we're working on that, but the, we have nothing firm on that yet. But it looks like we're still going to try to get the South Korea in November. 
So we're partnering with that way. And then obviously all of our resources, our small groups, our website, the chaplains are really liking the fact that their men and women have a resource online and resources they can take with them um, wherever they deploy to because they've never had anything like that before. Well, that's awesome. Now, one of the things that you keyed in on earlier that I want to pick up here is, is there's a language and a culture and a way of life within the military that those of us who never served really don't get. So give us just a little bit of an insight into what you have to do to tailor the gospel to that community. Um, well, for one thing to be, yeah. I mean, the gospel is the gospel. Um, I think the bigger thing is that the guys that are coming out of the military aren't talking about their military career with somebody who's not been in because they feel like you don't understand what they're, what they've gone through. Um, some of them have faced ridicule. Some of them have been called monsters. There's all kinds of things that have happened to them. So when they walk in your church, they're not going to walk up to you and say, Hey, I'm dealing with this. Um, it's, it's all relationship driven as a pastor, as leaders in the church, you have to work diligently to create relationship with your folks that show up that are prior military or particularly if they're current, currently getting out of the military. Um, and the other thing that I think churches can do better, and that's why we've created our honor event piece, is honor these guys, these men and women that have served. Um, because, again, society's not giving them much of that. There's a, a big group of society still that doesn't appreciate or care for our military. So as a pastor, as a church, you really, they just really want to know that you care for them, whether you can actually understand it or not, that you care for them, you love them, you want the best for them, and then just develop the relationship with them because it's, it's going to take a while for them to develop that with you before they're going to open up and start talking about some of the things they're dealing with. So it sounds like the warrior's journey has become a resource for the American church to reach out to the military while they generate a relationship with veterans. Um, when you recognize a soldier within a church, what's helpful and what isn't? Um, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily walk up to them and say, hey, you know, we might ask him how they're doing, but you, know, you don't need to ask them where they served. You, know, you don't have because some of those things are going to bring up memories that they don't want to think about. I, the biggest thing you just say is, man, thank you for your service. Appreciate you. We pray for the military. We love the military. And we really are glad that you're here. Um, affirm that first um, and then go from there. You know, just, just, the, just the aspect of letting them know that, that they're welcome, that you appreciate what they've done, and uh, you appreciate the military in general will go very far with your veteran community. That sounds great. Well, you know, as a, as a church was thinking about reaching out to this segment of our society, how would they partner with Network 21-1 on the Warrior's Journey? Well, we've actually created the perfect pathway for a church. Now, if a church has veterans in it, or you have a veteran in your church that is a solid believer, spiritually healthy, that would want to start small groups for your military community, that would, that I would engage that person and see if they're willing to do that because that would be ideal. But we've created what we call the honor event uh, for your, for the local churches, big and small. Doesn't matter if you got 16 people in your church or 3000 or 10,000. Um, we've got resources like our warriors Bible, 
devotions for wives, a military teen Bible, multiple resources that we will send to church um, so they can do a really nice Sunday morning honor event. The church can invite their local military community, their VFWs, their American legions. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll come and be a speaker for them if they would want that. Um, but to do a really nice honor event for your community. And then from that service, literally, you could, you could announce that day that you're starting military small groups, you're starting a military ministry, um, and you have the person to lead it, and, and you can get our small group resources. We have, right now we've got over two and a half years of small group resources that you could use to run small groups. And I promise you, before you get through all of those, we'll have another year's worth for you. Um, so we, we really have, have created the pathway for any church to begin to launch and begin a military ministry. And we'll walk them step by step through it. Um, they would have my phone number to call and uh, we would walk with them to begin a military ministry in their church. We would even, we've created a, a program called the military, uh, military friendly church program for lack of a better title right now, where we would come to your church and spend a Saturday with you doing a couple like plenary group sessions and then breakout sessions and talk about how military children uh, act and respond differently than your normal kids in your school. Because, you know, our kids went through, when you move every three and a half years, you know, the, the tendency in a military child is to protect their heart. So they're not going to engage kids right away. They're going to seem standoffish and kind of rude initially, but they're just guarding themselves because they know they're leaving in three years. So just to teach them those type of things and, and just some, some specific tools to use, but we would be willing to come in and do the training and then the honor event and then resources. We really, we have laid out a, a perfect pathway for a church to, uh, to do military ministry. So how does someone get a hold of you at Network 21-1 on the Warriors Journey? Well, there's, you, there's all kinds of ways on the Warriors Journey website. You can email us at the Warriors Journey, their info at thewarriorsjourney.org. Um, you can email me at ebywater at thewarriorsjourney.org um, or send me, um, call me, um, you know, 417-866-6767 is our office number. And uh, myself or Kevin or Eric would be glad to talk to you about any of those topics or all of those topics. I think it's really interesting that God's opened up some amazing doors for you. One of those doors has been uh, partnership with Convoy of Hope that a lot of our listeners will be familiar yeah. with. Tell us what's been going on with that. Well, last year, Convoy, Convoy's been trying to do military ministry for several years. But last year, um, they contacted us and said, hey, would you be willing to help with our military ministry at our community outreach events? Um, and we said yes. So that led to me or me and my wife or Eric or Kevin or somebody. Anyway, somebody from our organization has attended all of the Convoy of Hope events for the last two years, um, the community events. And we helped do the veterans tent. So whatever volunteer locally is going to head up that part of the day, um, Convoy puts them in touch with me. And then I walk them through what group should you contact? Who should you invite? Who do you really need there that's going to be most beneficial to the veterans and the active duty people that are coming? So we really help set that up. We walk them through setting it up, and then we attend, and we bring our resources, our materials. To, we, had, we, we give everybody that comes through the Veterans Tent of Warriors Bible, um, some of our other resources we bring with us. 
And then more than that, we're, we're wanting to connect with pastors who are there, VA workers who are there, and make ourselves available long after the event's done to have ongoing permanent ministry with these folks in those areas. And it's worked out very well. We have, I can't tell you how many Bibles and resources that I've been sending out over the last two years to replace the Bibles that people had from when we were there or the small groups that they had when we were there. So it, it's really, it's really been a incredible partnership um, for, for Convoy to have us help lead that. And for us to have constant ongoing military presence ministry in all of these different cities. Well, everything that we've talked about today is very encouraging. What kind of a, a prayer do you believe the American church ought to be praying over warriors? Um, well, you know, I think peace, you know, we always want to pray for protection for our military, but, uh, and we can do that, uh, but there's always going to be casualties of war. Um, no matter how hard we pray, I think that's just a, an unfortunate given, but we certainly can be praying for peace for the men and women who are out there doing it. Um, I would be praying a peace and, and a comfort for the moms and dads who, who are at home waiting to hear from their sons or daughters who may or may not be in harm's way um, for the spouses of the military member. Um, those are all, I mean, just to really to pray for God's presence and peace. And, and even more than that, that, um, you know, I think the military in, as a whole may be one of the, the biggest, um, I don't want to say unchurched because I don't like the word church, but um, have the most lacking gospel presentation of any people group, if you want to call them that, in the world, simply because, and, and I don't want to diss the chaplaincy at all, it just, um, it's a hard place to be, it's a hard place for the gospel to penetrate, and part of it might be because of what we're doing in the military, um, but just pray for, for our men and women to, to find Christ, and then beyond that, that they that, that walk in a peace, and uh, a joy of what they're doing, and, and uh, particularly for the people who are Maybe not the active duty folks, but the people who are always on edge when they're gone. Very good. Well, again, Ernie, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the Uneven Road today. And if people want to get a hold of you, the four, uh, phone number is 417-866-6767. And you can ask for Ernie Bywater or Eric or Kevin and talk about the Warrior's Journey. And uh, I just trust that many of you will make contact with them and let them know that you heard the broadcast. I think it's important for us to stand by our troops, to stand by the veterans within our communities, and it impacts many more people than we even imagine because every soldier, every warrior has family, and their lives are impacted just as much as the soldier or the warrior themselves. And so, Ernie, thanks again for being with us today, and, and what a pleasure to join with you. Well, it was great to be here, and, you know, and I'll just end by saying, you know, uh, rural church or large church, um, and we know for a fact there's more rural churches than large churches. Um, get involved in your military community because I don't think you realize how many people that are veterans you have in your small community. So begin to engage them. You've laid down the gauntlet, friend. Let's see what God does. All right. Thanks again, Ernie. And friends, thanks for joining us today on this episode of The Uneven Road with Dr. Bill Hennessy. God bless.